Panther time. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Seltzer Time Podcast. It's your boy, Ricky, a.k.a. Dick Chuck, a.k.a. the man behind the can at Seltzer Time Official. Here is the conversation accomplice, the man with the hunch about what's there, Travis. What is cracking, Fizzle Fiends? Welcome back to another episode of the Seltzer Time Podcast. And per usual, we are stoked that you're here. Yeah, I actually landed the intro this time because we didn't have our guests springing up in the middle of I, oh yeah <laughs> it was so dumb that i tried to sneak it in and i knew the second i said that we were going to try to do that it was going to happen i mean it also probably didn't help that we were interviewing like the most well put together human being i think either of us know have you went um, back and watched his youtube yet no i, I literally i have not had time um, but i still have the note on my desk which i was going to try to clean up today um, seltzer time subscribed to him okay um, but hell yeah tomorrow it'll be it's my afternoon he had a super interesting video about what it took to actually get the food truck he ordered that shit from overseas and had it shipped here really yeah it's a like it's fascinating we barely touched the surface in that interview we're gonna have to have him on again uh we're gonna have to have him on when we can have pancakes true 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 yeah so that was a fun episode but it's it's hangout night it's the episode where you get to catch up with the boys so hey ricky what you been up to i'm gonna take my shirt off over here do it oh damn what's up um i am wildly distracted right now i (laughs) um yeah man i've been good um i have been crazy busy i think last weekend i worked outside in the yard and accomplished more in a two-day period than i have in a very long time um what are you what are you busy doing you just rake in uh, and mowing and dude i mowed first the first mow of the year went down on sunday that was pretty exciting i saw something about post mow post mow beers hit better oh we got a sign we got a sign coming up for that it's it's not going to be tomorrow because i forgot to have you make a cinco de mayo <laughs> one but we have a soft tacos and hard seltzer sign and i'm going with that because perfect the only other thing I could think of is like... I assumed that's what that sign was for. No, I, so I actually, I'm not going to lie. I got, I got real fucking lucky with the group of signs that I sent you for this week because we had, what the hell was it? There was the one for today. I I didn't have one for today. I, post, I posted the, the Jawbreaker one. It just happened to be... So Jawbreaker has this song. Um... Oh my, I know I'm going to say it wrong if I try to say it. Oh, come on. It's sluttery. I think. Sluttery. I think. I know I'm, yes. Yo, sluttering, sluttering. I knew, I was like, it's slutting, slut something. (laughs) Sluttering. And then uh, in in parentheses, it's May 4th. And Uh. there was something about today that like, I mean, besides the fact that I like listened to it, jawbreaker podcast last week and there's like a documentary i'm trying to squeeze into my schedule this week so i've had jawbreaker on my mind a lot um and blank but (laughs) but i just i woke up this morning and it was one of those things where it's like okay it's not a i didn't have you make a star wars sign i honestly i kind of forgot the beginning of may is like a crazy time it's naomi's birthday on the third and then it's our anniversary on the fourth so it's I kind of forget about the... It's your anniversary tonight? It's our anniversary right now, yes. Why are we recording? No, no, it's all good. We we had dinner earlier. We recorded out. on her birthday and on your anniversary. Your yeah. fiance can, can, has every right to just punch us both <laughs> right in the mouth. I think we actually also recorded on her birthday last year, if I remember correctly. Um but yeah, we, it's all good. It's all good. So the, it worked out yesterday where like we recorded right when I got off work. 
then we hung out the whole rest of the night. And then tonight it worked out where like we couldn't record until later. And so we've hung out all day and then, yeah, she had just had a call thing and now I'm on this. So yeah, it's all, it's all okay. crazy. Phew. Well, I don't um, want to upset your fiance. I want no, to be no, able no. to stick around. No, she's, she's good. She loves you. Maybe even come to your house once everything gets. Dude. I mean, we're you're vaxxed, right? Oh, I'm double dosed yeah. and feeling feisty, my man. We um we actually had some friends over over the weekend who were vaxxed and did a little had a little like fire and some outdoor beer. So whenever whenever you're ready, we'll figure party something hardy. out. Sarah gets her second dose this Friday. Sick. I'm I'm set something up. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Showing that card off. I don't think um, you see any details, but I'll check it in the edit. I don't think you can. It looks pretty blurry. It looks like it's like a white card. <laughs> Perfect. I swear it wasn't just a white piece of paper. And it's a party that it's a piece of paper that says I can go party. There you go. Um, yeah. So like just get a lot of yard work done. Shout out to the signs. The jawbreaker thing was a pure coincidence where I just happened to post a jawbreaker sign on jawbreaker day, even though it wasn't a song that floated. It wasn't anything. that song. It wasn't that song. It was a different okay. song. But but still. Jawbreaker for everything. The fucking best band. Um, yeah, outside of that, I this week I'm attending Social Media Week, which is an ad week. Um, all week. I didn't realize it was all week. all week. It's all week. I so it's weird because like they're doing it virtual. It's a virtual conference. Um, it's still super, super interesting. And I have like four pages of notes from the uh I think I only got to listen to three speakers today, just because I also had work. Um like your job to do. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Oddly enough, I had to work. Um, <laughs> and I'll be doing that all week, but today was a lot. I was extremely busy. So tomorrow I'll get to listen to a lot more. It's super interesting. I'm really excited. Even some of the things I have today are, are things that will definitely lead into seltzer time stuff. So I'm pretty pumped. Excited to hear about them. I um, love Adweek's TikTok. We talked about this off air, but that, that, they're killing it right now. They put together a one minute, like, this is what you missed in the weird world of advertising. Yeah. And it's all like the biggest hype events and like the weirdest product intro things that happened in the past week. I get this big dose of information in 60 seconds. It's awesome. Super they're, awesome. Yeah, they're killing it. <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm stoked. I mean, there's a lot of ideas to bring to, to work. There's a lot of ideas that obviously are going to be flowing through my mind that will probably Use and inspired the and then use it exactly. that's the one thing about those conferences man they they're, they're super great about making you feel like you can tackle the world while you're there and maybe like two days after but as soon as like you get back to normal life it's so easy to forget that feeling so it's like I, yeah capture that shit in a bottle and go i'm the guy who i need to have i need to take notes even if the, i mean my notes wouldn't really work for anybody else <laughs> like they're just something for me to spark what i saw um otherwise i'll totally forget so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel you. Well, so like I have that book traction that we talked about a while oh, back yeah. that I'm, I'm listening to again. Because, I haven't finished reading it. <laughs> oh, dude, just reread it. Like, it's funny. I've picked up different things each time I've listened to it. And like, okay. Uh, where I was a year ago when I listened to the audiobook the first time, um, I'm, I'm facing different challenges in my career. So yeah. like different parts are, are, hitting more and it's like i don't really read a lot of self-help style books this is probably one of the few especially one of the very few that i've read twice yeah read but i still that, i love that shit oh yeah dude totally i i think if self-help self-help book wise i think i've maybe only read two and i think i've listened to one or two maybe they're not i they like there's a lot of really great information in those. And it's, it, to me, they're more of a like, Hey, this is what I did. Like maybe something will work for you. And I've definitely taken stuff from them for sure. And it's very much so helped me. Um, but I also, I don't know. I feel like I'm just not, that's not how I like learn. Stuff. I can understand that. It's also how it's presented. Like yeah. a lot of business books or self-help books tend to be very, very boring where like one of my favorite books is by this author, Austin Kleon, and it's called steal like an artist. Okay. And it's all about like challenging your creativity and challenging roadblocks and recognizing that it's not necessarily a roadblock. You just, 
you're the block in and of itself and getting over that. And it's super, super fascinating. But the book is this like eight by eight little square pages, minimalistic design. So it looks thick, but each page you can read in 10 to 15 seconds. Oh, cool. um, I have a book. I'm not going to get up because I'm connected to this computer via same. phone. But uh, there's a book over there. Sorry to cut you off. There's a book oh, over there. That's what a conversation is. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> that I received. It might have actually been the first book that I ever bought in my entire life. And it is easily the book that I've read the most. It's a book that I did a lot of book reports on in middle school. And I'm pretty sure that they only passed me because it was just the stupidest thing ever. The book is called Blink-182 Tales from Beneath Your Mom. And it's mostly just pictures of them when they were like 20. And there's the page, like the words on the page. At most, there's like a paragraph on the page. But it's just, it's like a, it's a little, it's kind of like a biography, but it's like the most spark notes version of a biography that's ever existed. I think MTV put it out. If I remember correctly, it is an MTV logo. Um, but yeah, that's my favorite book ever. I can't wait to have a kid someday so I can just read him this book because you can read the whole thing in like 25 minutes, if that. Probably it's even mostly more pictures. Now. It's mostly pictures, yeah. It's awesome. It's, I as, love it's as long as you spend looking at the photos. Yeah, it's basically a series of like well-placed tweets it's like if Twitter and Instagram had a child. Oh, that's 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 the rad. perfect way to describe a book that I would enjoy. Like, okay, uh, here's, here's so the- this book, this book I was talking about, this How to Steal Like an Artist. Yeah. This might be like one step above that, but not far. Okay, and one step towards the self help column. Okay, there I'm might like, be some self help stuff in that Blink book. I'll reread it this weekend, or maybe look, even tonight. It's got to be some stuff of like what not to do. No, it's, it's mostly, I like kind of, I probably like planned out most of my life based off of it during my formative years of middle school and probably at what, at what point did it say work at Starbucks? Is that like chapter six? <sighs> did it say work at Starbucks? Is that shitty? I'm sorry. I was trying to be funny. No, no, you're good. <laughs> you're good. I actually have something I need to send you that I need. I don't know if we'll do that, but we'll see. Um, I wonder if any of them were baristas. I know Shwayze, like that rapper Shwayze, he worked at a Starbucks. I'm trying to, I don't know if, if the Blink guys did. I'll reread it. I really hope there's a thing in there where it's like, so I was working at Starbucks and I was like, see, there, there is, it is. I'm there basically is. in Blink. Put it in the story. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I feel bad. I wasn't meant to be crappy about that. No, you're good, man. I worked there for so long. Well, I, I feel like we've talked about it so many different times. Yeah, it's part of the part of the journey. It's part of the Nelson story or the Rick, I, this Ricky Nelson anyway. We could do a whole episode about my Starbucks career and it would probably be definitely I've, the funniest episode we've ever had because I've done some dumb stuff. I've where actually it always thought it'd be funny to have Hillary on. Hillary was yeah. your boss, right? Yeah. And and just have her tell the stories of like what it was like to work on the other side of Dick Chuck. So she, <laughs> what a way to phrase that. So she, oh, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> she was my hiring manager. So she hired me. Um, oh. She hired me, and she also technically hired Caitlin in Worcester, even though Caitlin had worked at Starbucks in New York and like transferred. She like technically got rehired. Um, so she, it's kind of her fault that I work like it's she's the one who brought me on and really got me to open up and become the oh Caitlin talks about it how Starbucks guy how Ricky wasn't Ricky before he worked at Starbucks no 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 I was it was I was always me I just when I first started working there I first of all had never even drank Starbucks I had one frappuccino before this my entire life I didn't know anything about what that place was about. I just knew that like, oh, it's expensive coffee that nobody I know drinks. And there's, I technically got hired. We should save this for that episode, but I technically got hired at two stores in one day. Um, And the only reason why I chose the one that I worked at was because I- You girls. Yeah, I was 20 and single. And when she was like, so I'll offer you a job. Do you think you would take it? I looked around and I was like, well- I'm in love times nine. So yeah, this might work for me. I think you've told me that story. 
but it was lovely. We'll do it's an amazing. episode. We'll, it's we an amazing in, idea. We can go in deep. I've got I've got some 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 Starbucks stories that. Oh, we've talked about the time you yelled at the guy out the door. Oh yeah, that one's that was that was pretty epic. But they we can go. For they get days. better. I have the original Starbucks window sign from the uh, Gold Star store, like the one on Grove Street. There's like these two. There was like a, a sign that hung in the window that lit up. And I forget how long. So this would have been my third manager was our manager at the time. And, but he was only, he'd only been our manager for like literally like six days. And then they closed our store for, I think a week or something to remodel it. And that's what it, it, they remodeled it into what it is now. Like even as, as crust, like Starbucks remodeled it to kind of those bones um, and ruined that store. But when they did, they also put like the new signage in and we, I'll never forget being like, yo, like, I know we can't take anything cause it's like corporate, but I really want that sign. So at the time I was, I, I was, I was definitely the longest standing employee in that store. Cause Caitlin, I think was, yeah, Caitlin was gone at this point. She was in Colorado. And so Chris went in to like check on everything. Like the, the guys were working on it, but they were just like some construction crew. He went in, he's like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm just going to like take this with me. And the guy, one of the guys was like, I literally don't fucking care. And so he gave me, I have the, like, I have half of the sign. I'm going to probably hang it up in here. It's in the, does it still light up? No. Cause it was like a, it was basically like a metal frame, a metal circle, the light was sure. in the middle. And then there sure. were two like caps on it. So, so it's so like I translucent. Got, uh yeah yeah so in theory you could put like a little led light behind it if you wanted to. oh absolutely yeah totally could totally do that Maybe that's fun we'll that's yeah, super so. fun yeah got that thievery is fun i have a letter or i have a letter which led to the old like second in charge of starbucks his name was cliff burrows i don't know if he's actually still at the company he was like some english dude but he was like the second in command it went howard schultz cliff burrows Cliff Burrows called to speak to me because a customer emailed him this like rave review of how awesome I was. So he literally called the store and like, I didn't know, I had no, no idea who he was. So one day I get there and they're like, yo, Cliff Burrows called for you. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? And all I could think of was Alex Burrows from Vancouver Canucks. And I was like, that makes no sense. I'm getting <laughs> called up. Like, I hate this guy, but like, why is he calling me? And Maybe you heard what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you never know. So then, yeah, so we, this is another story I was probably saved for the podcast or for that episode, but like, fuck it, we're already in it. So I get to work one day. They're telling me that Cliff Burrow's called. I'm wildly confused. Then they tell me who he is. Now I'm like even more confused and also like, what could I possibly have done? Like I've been I'm fucked up good. on a national scale. Like, yeah, like the global, dude. Like the, the, I've been like pretty well behaved. And they're like, I don't know. He didn't leave a message, but he's going to call back. And I was like, okay. Well, he called back at like 7.30 in the morning on a Friday, which is a wildly busy like time and a wildly busy day. So there's a line at the door. I'm on bar, banging out drinks, falling in love, you know, whatever, doing my thing. And all of a sudden my boss, like I heard the phone ring, but like I'm somebody's back there. At yeah. your job, right? No, yeah, no. You're, yeah, you're no, a barista no. at that point. I, yeah, I don't do, I don't do phones. Also, every time I answer the phone, I always joke that I was going to say, buddy, the elf, what's your favorite color? I did it twice and got written up. So I kind of stayed away from the phone. Um, turns out you're not supposed to do that, whatever. So I'm like doing my thing. And then all of a sudden my boss comes over, comes out and she's like, Hey, like there's a phone call for you. And I'm like, uh, yeah, okay. There's a line out the door. Like I'm not moving. She's like, no, it's Cliff. I'm like, can you have him call me back? <laughs> she literally was like, I'm not telling the second, like the person who's second in command at Starbucks to call you back. Like you can step away to go back there. And I was like, okay. I went back. I answered the phone. I was like, hello. Like very much like it, I was like 22. I think it's you didn't know who the fuck like, this guy was yeah. still. So, so I'm like, hello. <laughs> Yo, what up fam? <laughs> what up? I was like, what's up, man? And so I was like, hello. And he's like, hey, Ricky. But he's got like this cool English accent, like cool, killing it, boss man guy shit. Killing it, boss man English accent. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, did you just, did you just tell them to have me call you back? And I was like, oh, you heard yeah. that? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, it, it's kind of our rush and we have a line. It's like really long. I just felt weird, like leaving the bar. And he was like, I just need you to know 
but I respect that so much. And I was like, cool. But I still didn't know why he called. So now I'm like, all right, word. But also like, bitch, you should. Um, and I barely know who he is. Like, so I was like, all right, cool. So then, so he's like, oh, I just wanted to call and like, thank you so much. Like I got this email. I'm going to forward it over so you can see it. It was from like one of the best regulars anywhere has ever had. Um, and she was, it was like a glowing review of how you make her day and you, you know, her drink and you're so sweet to her and like all the shit. And I was like, cool. And then, so it was basically just like a giant thank you. Like there was no, like, you didn't get, get, you didn't get money. No, hell no. It's- no, he just disrupted your day. What a douche. Right? And I was like, oh, cool. Thanks, man. And then I like went right back out and just kept working. And the whole time, then I like started to laugh midway through the day because I was like, yo, that was kind of dope. Like the, dude, the like second in command for Starbucks called. And I was like, can you tell him to hold on a second? <laughs> it was sick. So yeah, tune into our episode where we talk about my Starbucks career because there's there's days of stories. Oh, stories. All right. This is a weird segue. I jokingly said last episode that I would tell you the story of how I went to uh, the strip club with secondhand serenade. And it's really not even that interesting of a story. My buddy used to book at the Webster theater in Connecticut and the, and the secondhand serenade guys played. It's basically one dude and a a mismatch of band. Um, and the guy was supposedly wrote the whole album about his wife that he loved and he was cheating on her the entire time, cheating on her with like two different girls at that stop. So he was preoccupied. So the band was bored and my buddy had to entertain him for a couple hours. So we went to the strip club and it was boring. Those guys were boring. And that's really? it. That's my secondhand serenade story. See, oh, I've got a really great strip club story from New Orleans with Mayday Parade, but We'll save that for a potential other. When we get one of the Hurricane Betty's dancers to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk about. We can talk about the. uh, Thanks for asking. My week's been great. Uh, I've been really (laughs) busy. Uh, The Worcester Bombers are are hard at work, which is Nanny's new baseball team that they created. They uh, pulled the Boston Red Sox out of the Major League Baseball and have replaced them with the Worcester Bombers, which is a uh nanny smile logo team brian made the smiley face logo that they have in the game so they actually have like atrocious green and red like not atrocious they're good jerseys but they are vibrant boy like you'd be noticed from 200 yards out i'm into it but it's fun. That game's ridiculous. I even started picking it up and I'm I suck at hitting, but I like pitching. So okay. now I'm playing a a major league player. I started with the Sea Dogs, got picked up by the Worcester Red Sox, and then I Ooh, only you played just triggered you just triggered half of the the stadium well, isn't like in here. Don't worry. The that. stadium isn't in here. I was told recently oh, that I'm old cool. Worcester, and that I was like, oh son of a bitch. You made it. I said something and the whoever looked at me like, dude, that's old Worcester. Uh I went, son of a bitch. Uh Uh Uh-oh. It was Sean. Sean. Classic Sean. And I'm getting crazy busy with Hunchback stuff. Like Hunchback graphics is swamped at the moment. And that's not a bad thing. No, it really isn't. It's getting to the point where I need to figure out somebody to help me do some shit. Like, Uh Oh, I almost want like a, yeah, like an admin project manager style person. I guess I'm putting okay. that out in the world. If you're interested in okay. something like this, hit me up, I guess. I don't know. I don't know okay. what I'm doing. This is my hiring process. <laughs> and then uh, I've been doing this this really cool design after hours with a group of designers um, where once a month we've been just kind of hitting up on a Zoom. And now that everybody's getting double dosed and feeling fantastic, uh, we're talking about potentially bringing it to real life and Ooh, uh, cool. picking like a random bar or something in the city and then inviting other creatives to just show up call it half you know after hours five to seven on a random friday come show oh, yeah. up come grab a drink come network schmooze bump elbows that's dope why not so now that you have like a adult job you can actually get off at five and do that kind of stuff i'm off at four dog with time to spare <laughs> get off maybe work out something i don't do yet are you, you know. are you working out 
No, I did the bike thing three days in a row, and then I ran the Peloton. Out of, yeah, I ran out of time uh, since last Thursday. I actually genuinely have not had time. Um, I respect the hell out of it, but I'm I'm hoping tomorrow too. I actually like really enjoy it. It, it actually does like make me feel a lot better, um, and it's it's really really fun. But and it's only twenty minutes. They're only like twenty minute rides. So it's like a 20 minute ride or like a little more sometimes. And then <clears throat> like a five minute stretch. So for like 25 minutes, isn't that bad, but just I just got a little workout. Genuinely have not had time. So I've been doing the push-ups throughout like the day. I'll try to just knock out a set of 15 to 20 push-ups. try to go real go. slow, but I, I'm not really one for like aerobic style workout. Yeah. Sarah has been getting up every morning at like five 30. And then, that's what I want to do, but oh, I, it's gross. I, every day I get Naomi gets mad at me because I set my alarm for like 6.15 or 6.30. She's like, why? I'm like, because I'm going to get up. I'm not gonna, it's not to work out. It's to like actually get stuff out of the way before I work. Like other things I have going on. Um, like have a morning. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like I'd like to get up and like post like the seltzer time stuff and like the powwow stuff and like my own stuff and then get into work with like a clear mind. All my side things are, are done and ready to roll and I can deal with them later in the day. And I can just kind of like jump into the day focused, but instead I get out of bed at like seven twenty four, seven twenty four, basically, which is an hour after my alarm goes off and I snooze it a couple of times. And then I brush my teeth and pour my coffee and I get in here and, I'm on at like 729. I'm like, all right, let's go. Party on. Now I got to try to figure out how to do all this at the same time. Great. That's maddening. Yeah, it's, you know. I've been getting up at six. I've been trying to go to bed for like 1130 and getting up at six. Uh, point. That's a. It's not gross that she gets up and works. And that Rather, it's not gross that she's working out. That I love. It's gross that she's getting up so early just because that's early. Yeah. But uh, a lot of times if I wake up, go downstairs, like start making coffee, start doing some shit down around and come back, she'll be working out in our room and our room gets hot. So she'll just work out without clothes on. And that's okay. a wonderful way to wake up every morning. I have a coffee in hand, you know, you get go. a little view of the workout. Nice job. Keep it up. Proud of you. There Sit you my go. Coffee and roll on. Solid ass start to the day. I'm telling you, it helps keep the marriage spicy. Love it. Love it. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll get there when I stop hitting snooze. <laughs> I'll be working out naked. And everybody's like, what are you doing? <laughs> in front of the big windows in your living room. <laughs> the only people that would see are Naomi's parents. So. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, well, maybe. Maybe this isn't the best. I'll have to still come into the office and do it. Hi, mom. Uh, <laughs> I'm reading uh, my blink book. Like <laughs> that sounds lovely. Yeah, solid, solid side of the day. Um, yeah, cool. The That's... the Woo Sox started tonight. Did they now? Yeah, tonight was their first night playing. Did they they're win? New, they're in New Jersey. Uh, I don't know actually. No, they were losing two to one, or I think. Last I checked, but I was also like, the Bruins are on, the Boston Red Sox are on, so I've kind of just been checking everything. And it's a busy sports night. It's a very very busy sports night. So yeah, I don't know. I'll probably check after this. What do you think about that dude from the Rangers? The one that had the, the somebody took somebody out last night. Oh yeah, a piece of shit. Uh, Tom Wilson from the Capitals who took oh. out. The Panarin. guy from the Rangers. Yeah. Well, and you know, he didn't Tom face Wilson, suspension. No, he got a fine $5,000, which is nothing. Um, he's a horrible person who shouldn't be in the league because he has issues like this. They're not even, it's not even that he's like a dirty hockey player. He's a bad human being. There's no excuse for you to have these types of incidents, you know, four times a season and continue to play in the National Hockey League. It's bullshit. They're cheap hits. They're wildly, wildly dangerous. So dangerous. Yes. He's a very bad person. And I saw uh, a kid get concussed with that kind of a hit back when I played early hockey. He's a, he's a garbage person. So yeah. I came across my Twitter today. And again, I'm not very much a sports person, but it was enough that I had to go find out the story. Yeah. He, he is, that's never good. 
Um, yeah, he's not a not a good person at all. He's had a lot of issues with like Bruins players that he's like Brandon Carlo made his return tonight, and he originally got hurt because of Wilson. Piece of shit. That was like I don't know, two months ago, a month ago, like that. He's an asshole. I hate him very much. Um, we officially announced powwow. Yeah, we did. That's a fun thing. And got the patron patronicity up and running and updated yeah. the website. Yeah, yeah I'm pumped. August 13th to 22nd. Yeah, man. I'm I'm, I'm really stoked. I think it's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be summer. interesting. And like as we continue to figure out what we're able to do safely, like our attorney is suggesting that we consider in-person events. Hmm. And we're like, come on, attorney. I don't know, but he's not wrong. Like I mean, they're announcing festivals, like music festivals, um, <clears throat> concerts, all that stuff is is literally getting announced now. Governor's Ball got announced today. GovBall got announced, really? So GovBall, I, I actually, I'm such a fucking weirdo. I love the way that they did this. Um, they announced it today. It's the 10th anniversary of GovBall. It's not the same lineup as last year when they originally announced the fest, like last year's lineup. So it's actually like, I think completely different, um, which is, which is awesome. Uh, so they're moving it. It's not going to be on the Island where it normally would hold, I think like a hundred thousand people or 80,000 people, something it's a massive number of people that can be there. They moved it to city field, which is where the Mets play. So it's like, probably between like 50 and 65,000. I don't actually know how much, how many people can fit in there. We could even so look it up. it's going to be less people. It's less people um, by like a significant amount, which 100% is because of COVID, which makes a lot of sense because- Oh, they can contain it more. You can contain it more, but you also, you're not running the risk of having this three-day festival on where you have to build the entire thing because you're just in a giant field. Oh, and then get people an out. Oh, you now wow. have an infrastructure. You're in Still the too yeah, soon for that kind of stuff to me. Dude, I don't know. I mean, if it depends on 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 where things are, obviously, but but I think the the moving it to a, a smaller contained spot makes a lot of sense. Oh, agreed. Um, the lineup's kind of rad. It's like the headliners are uh, Billie Eilish, who's fucking awesome, um, Post Malone, and ASAP Rocky, I think, is the middle day. Yeah, I think that's who it is. Um, which, like, that's all cool. Like, I don't really care about ASAP. I saw, I saw ASAP play this newfound glory thing at a college once. It was kind of weird. Um, I randomly Post Malone, watched a ASAP Rocky meets ASAP Rock YouTube video, awesome. and it was oddly unsatisfying yeah i the thing that i saw in that was it was those weird like spring fling concerts and like i had to bring drums for newfound and i was like who else is playing this thing and it was like four college bands from upstate new york newfound glory and asap was headlining and i was like this is fucking stupid but i'm into it veritable Um, who's who of who cares pretty much yeah yeah so we i think i watched like four asap songs and then we left and drove all the way home after great uh but yeah no it's cool i'm um, post malone i saw at GovBall when i went a couple years ago and he it was like right when he came out so he played at like four o'clock in the afternoon on friday on the friday like night show um and he had a huge crowd like he was big like he had like i think he had like one or two singles out and they were they were huge but he wasn't anything yet and i just remember standing there and be like i don't really care about this guy so like, oh, and he probably looks super trashy at that point. Yeah, I mean, not as trashy as he looks now, <laughs> but just like, yeah, it was, it was, he's just, I don't know, he wasn't really my thing. Um, he was fucking incredible, and I would go see him every single day if I could. He puts on an amazing show. He sounds incredible. He was awesome. And that was before I even liked him. And now I'm like, oh, I actually like genuinely like this guy. And I know there's more to him. Like, watched him do rock things i watched him do country things he's fucking talented so yeah i know that's a that's cool i'm 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 really stoked that that's a thing um yeah i don't know the nfl cool, draft man. happened i don't really care about the draft um but i was super excited about pat mcafee who i don't his dad started the antivirus company 
Oh, anyway, yeah, I don't keep going. So. <laughs> That's pretty funny though. Um, the he was a player. He was on the Colts. Um, but I don't know if I don't really know much about him except he now has his own like YouTube show. And the whole point of this, I, he literally like I've heard his name a million times because he's one of those like he's a big player in sports, but he's like an analyst. Um, he's like bar commentator. Like he, gotcha. Exactly, he does his own thing, which like which is where the internet's going, and it's my favorite thing that's ever happened. But he decided to have he has a lot of followers. He has like two million followers on Twitter. Like he's a he's a massive deal. But he was hosting the unofficial draft party or the draft watch program or something like that. So it was like not connected to the NFL. Um, he wasn't getting any, he has no affiliation with the NFL after he retired. So there was this breakdown that um, Ian from SeatGeek did at the beginning of the night where it was like, oh, as of right now, the, the official NFL like program thing had like 13,000 viewers, which is not that much. McAfee at that same point had 197,000 or something crazy like that. He had this like massive number. Um, and he, so he broke it all down and like why it's important and why McAfee's such a player. He then literally after posting that thread set up a deal while that show was happening in real time for SeatGeek to be the presenting sponsor. And by the end of the night, SeatGeek was trending on Twitter, which hasn't happened in forever because there's been no fucking events. It was like SeatGeek's, SeatGeek's like re-entry into society. And it happened in real time via Twitter and text. It was unbelievable. I saw a bunch of breakdowns the next day of like how it was done, the actual text threads. Like it was, it was very, very, very impressive. Just the power of the internet is so much better than um, anything. So. I'm all about it. I got nothing better than that. You want to hit him with that good, good Rockwell? Let's do it. All right. I am I am sitting here pokeless. I have been so damn busy that I just you know, there's there's plenty of things I can get upset about, but there's really nothing irksome this week. So we went a little long with the first bit, so I'm just going to skip over my poke and run straight into my stoke. And that some company ranked Worcester in the top 20 cities to get stoned in the United States. So I get this email from my editor over at Pulse Magazine. Shout out Josh Lyford. Um, and my man. He, offers me a story where uh apparently we got ranked 20th of the places to get best places to get stoned and under certain analytics or whatever i don't know i don't even know who the fucking company that ranked it truth be told but uh we're gonna use it as like a stoner's guide to worcester and i'm working on an article right now about like different places and different experiences to have while in the city stoned okay so it's going to be a fun little thing. And I'm, I'm going, I'm trying to go a little tongue in cheek. I got to write like 700, 800 words, which is like one and a half times my normal column, the 420 and 508, okay. which I got to do both next week, next month. So Oof. yeah, so I got to get a little wordy. So I'm going to go like weird and talk about how like everybody's initial thought is to just get stoned and stare at turtle boy until he starts speaking to you and explaining just what he's doing to the turtle. <laughs> um, but once you get over that, then you can go experience and then go from there. Okay. I'm into this. So check for it in an upcoming issue of pulse magazine. Sick. Are those, can you find that online or is it like print only? Uh, yeah. No, you can find it online. They've been putting them up on Facebook separately um they've been getting their website going that's that's a little rough yeah. media's that's everything's right. yeah <laughs> for actually this this yeah well when They're it comes the out best they can um leave do me a favor and remind me and we can like post it word i think what i'm also going to do is um start sharing old columns on my website so that cool. way oh yeah Perfect. i could link to the original i think but okay. at least that information is there Oh yeah. I wrote it. What the hell not? Right? What do you that got for the people? 
<clears throat> okay, so I realized that my poke, um, well, I guess I didn't ruin it. I kind of did. Half my poke was leading into that Pat McAfee thing, but I jumped. I jumped over that. And we you right jumped into the it. shark. I did. I didn't realize. I wrote my notes in a weird way. It's I'm not. I'm prepared. Are you mad at his dad prepared. that made the antivirus software? Yeah. You like viruses? Um, <laughs> hell no. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, I guess my poke. What? The, I guess my poke. My poke still kind of works though. Um, my poke is NFL talk. Um, so yeah, the draft happened this week. I don't really care about the NFL. It's my least favorite of the four sports, but the Celtics have been really, really bad. Um, there was You'd a lot of buzz watch around the draft than the Celtics. I, I didn't watch the draft. Fuck no. I followed along through Twitter. <laughs> I'm not watching a draft. I don't even watch a draft of things I care about. Um, it's so fucking boring. So <laughs> there is one guy. Sorry, I don't, I just remember watching this. There's one coach that calls around to other coaches during their picks just to harass them. Really? I forget who it was. It, he apparently he's well known, and like that's they all answer it's like "Shut up, I'm working," and they hang up on him. Oh, that's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, I. Okay. It was the only story the about the draft that I thought was interesting. That's very interesting. Um. No, so there was like a bunch of rumors that like Aaron Rodgers was going to get traded and there was all these these different moving, you know, potential moving pieces that didn't happen. Um, so that was cool. But the Patriots drafted at 15. There was a lot of talk if they were going to move up, they were going to trade it, whatever. They took a quarterback, which they need really bad. And then, you know, of course, like the Celtics are trying to make the playoffs. The Red Sox are actually really good. The Bruins are really, 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 really good and exciting. And all they want to talk about on sports radio is the Patriots and this pick that they made and why it's great, why it's bad. We hate Cam Newton. Like this poor kid that just got drafted, they're already like, they're saying he's Tom Brady. You know, I don't know if he is like, fuck. And I know that that's how sports radio is. I get it. I've listened to it forever, but it's just the most like, annoying mind-numbing crap and they talk about it all year long talk about the patriots i understand it was a draft i get it so like i i I get that like the first half of the week is going to be heavily patriots talk but what the fuck like eventually you gotta let it go but they'll do it all year long it's always about the patriots like look i know the bruins are in game seven of the stanley cup but like six years ago tom brady lost two games in a row and i just don't think he's ever recovered yeah i know he's won two world two two super bowls with the Pats since then and i know he went on and he won a different one and we don't really want him here because it's time to move on but we moved on but we really want him here like it's fucking stupid um i my yeah so my poke is just like fuck football um <laughs> john dorsey john dorsey was the lions executive prank calls the colts gm um and he's apparently done this numerous times i love it gm chris ballard and chris ballard hangs up and tells him shut up i'm working i'm very much into that um that's actually kind of a good segue into my stoke my stoke is a thing that i would love to have and i'm definitely actually gonna have a conversation with somebody about this because it's just too good not to take advantage of this type of stuff so the woosocks start tonight first game is the first game in Worcester's next week the city and the and the and the Sox released their parking plan which is kind of insane but i i get it um and it was just kind of a map of where the parking spots are in the general area and there was like a radius of like a five minute walk and then a radius of a 10 minute walk which is not that bad. Everybody that has ever been to a baseball game has walked further to get to Fenway and they've also paid like $60 to park. So the whole like complaining thing is fucking so pathetic, but the funniest thing that's ever happened and the true, the true meaning of the Stoke part of this, the Bravehearts who I fucking love so much released. They've been really funny about like the way that this whole baseball thing has been going on with Worcester. Um, they released shortly after a tweet that was like, I guess we, it's the perfect time to release our parking plan. They actually have like a parking garage on site that's been there forever. And it was like a 30 second radius and like a 45 second walk radius. It was so good. I was like, dude, this is incredible. Like a, this is the tweet of the year. 
nothing in Worcester could even touch how funny this is. Um, but also, like, it would make, and I know that it's probably not going to happen because, like, one of these things is a very corporate entity and the other one is not. This would be a perfect way for the Woo Sox to, like, kind of have some fun with the Bravehearts. Where, like, if they were, like, both open to to kind of going back and forth, like, the whole, like, you know how, like, Wendy's has that, like, rogue-ass Twitter account? Exactly. Some, something like that would be would actually be really funny. Like it would the be, sign story we saw in the news. Exactly. And it's beneficial for both teams. It's beneficial because it's, like, the Woo Sox are using their platform to bring attention to the Bravehearts and like what they're doing. They're not competitive at all. Yes. They're competitors for like ticket prices, but that's it. Um, but it would be like a really good story and like a, a funny, fun thing to do kind of lighthearted, like, Oh, you know, you've got to be able to like take a joke. Um, and it'd be great for their, for the Bravehearts cause they would get this, you know, or it'd be great for the Woo Sox. Cause they'd be like, you know, kind of showing some, you know, humility a little bit to what is going on. Um, either way, I'm going to be going to games at both stadiums. I don't really care. I just saw the, the um, Braveheart schedule come out today and I was pumped to see it. Yeah, so stoked. Um, did you see what Wootenanny did? I did. So I think that's so funny. The Fred Sox had a thing where if you paid a certain amount of money, you can get a cutout in the stands. So we put it out on the Twitch and we ended up raising not enough for one, but enough for two. So we wanted to put Peterman in a Bravehearts jersey, but we thought that might be a little too inflammatory. Would have been so good. So we ended up going with Jose Canseco in a Tornadoes jersey. And he has a Wootenanny smiley face over his chest. So perfect. And then uh, I forget her first name. Uh, She was an anarchist that owned an ice cream shop here in the city. I saw that. That's so good. So, but Sean Connolly, mad props to Sean Connolly. Kid's a genius. He's, I haven't met, how do I phrase this? He has like a Bill Wallace level of like weird knowledge and like affinity for this city. And yeah. that's, I think, one of the things I find most charming about Sean. I would have to agree. I would say, I mean, I guess there's a reason. <laughs> I guess thinking about the last, especially the last like maybe three years of my life, um, whenever I've been involved in a lot of conversations about like events or things that are happening for the city on like a, on a big level. And I feel like the only two names I ever throw out are Sean Conley and Bill Wallace because nobody else knows anything. Like Not at that level, yeah. Or or I shouldn't say it doesn't know anything, but I mean, like, there's a... Both of them... Nobody loves the city more than those two people, but nobody also understands, like, the... They're not afraid to say what needs to be said, and it's not in a, like... I'm doing something eh, like crybaby way, like everybody else. It's a respected, but matter of fact, matter of fact way to say it, which Agreed. like is the coolest thing. Like they're they're so cool. It's fucking awesome. So for the longest time, people throughout the world, really, um, yeah, people on a global level have been wondering, like, oh, you know. At, when we look back in 50, 60, 75 years, is George Clooney going to be like, here's two? Good. That makes us even better because it makes sense. Is George Clooney going to be the, the gold status, the, the icon for DILFs all over the world? And then Sean came out of nowhere. It was just like, hey, George. Sweater on, stash on rocking. Yeah. Hold my beer. Yeah. And it's just like really cool to know that man, like the only person who could challenge and defeat Clooney for status of like, like Dilf. There isn't even a question for like who's number two. It's just one and one A. And Sean is real. Like Sean doesn't need that A. He's one. He is number one. He Nelly wrote that song about him about the Dilf battle. 
prior because Nelly can see the future. And it's just a real impressive thing to know that man. Like I just, I mean, I've poured Sean coffee. I've poured Sean beer. I have probably enjoyed both of those beverages with him as well as supplied him them after he has paid for them or not paid for them at the dive. Sorry. Sometimes the kid just got a party, you know, whatever. I, do you know who he is? He gets free you know who beer. He is? And anybody who's ever like, Hey, did you ever give Sean a free beer at the dive? I'm going to be like, uh, okay. I have four eyes and all of them are for Sean. And that is just, and every, but everybody else is this too. Like whatever. So yeah, the moral of this story is that Maraid better be jealous of the world. No, the moral of the story is if you really want to talk about it for a second, Jay-Z and Beyonce are 1A, Sean and Maraid are 1. Wait, so does that make Davin on par with, uh, oh my God, what is it? Blue their Ivy? Yes. And the twins that nobody knows the names of? Yes. It makes him on a higher level. So if Blue Ivy, he'd be like Davin... It, okay think Grass. about it this way think about it this way sean on the only two scales that people ever judge a human being are dilf status and power couple status and sean's a sean is both of those granted Marade is the bigger part of the, the couple one and that's fine he knows it everybody knows it but sean is the only living human being to be on a higher level than George Clooney and Jay-Z. And that's a fucking level that nobody is near. Again, there is no two. There's one and there's one A, and Sean doesn't have a fucking A on his sweater. That's a one. Yeah. That's it. That's fucking it. Uh, I think you've done it, people. I think you've killed an hour. Listen to us ramble. And of course, we are forever grateful forever grateful i said that you like can't I even had, talk as you know sean is I'm flabbergasted of the century find us at seltzertime.com find me at hunchback travis travis or hustle and work uh yeah you guys can find me probably subscribing to sean's only fans and that's the only content i'll be consuming for the rest of my life um but also at Dick Chuck 77. Yes, I do follow Sean on every account. And Salter Time Official. I'm pretty sure we also follow him on every account on that one as well. Because why only get one slide when you can get both? I think this just turned into a Sean Connolly standcast. It is. It always has been. But now I think I'm just... We're just saying the quiet parts out loud. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can see all obstacles in Sean's way. Oh wait, no I can't because there are none. He's number one. He's number fucking one. See you next week, people. Bye guys. Even Shakira knows it. <laughs>